looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. The SPT Secret Society is open for students who are looking to make a massive change in their PT school journey with fellow SPTs from around the world through our three pillars of study habits, personal development, and finances. This is for the motivated SPT ready to take action now because you know PT school is only a couple years long. So what are you waiting for? Click the link right now in the show notes to join us in the SPT Secret Society. And get your first month free by emailing us, ecretsay, E-C-R-E-T-S-A-Y. Welcome to Gratitude. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two new grad DPTs helping you get through PT school on your first try debt-free. Join us as we guide you through the insanity of PT school. For those of you who can't see me, I don't know what you're doing with your life. By the way, welcome to another episode of Gratitude. <laughs> By the way. By the way, <laughs> we're in Facebook, the Student Physical Therapist Network Group. Come join us. My name is Sarah. I feel like I haven't said that in a while. I don't know if we sound the same, but sometimes people confuse us. So Gabby, who are you again? Wait, I mean you over there. <laughs> and I am Gabby. And this is us. This is us. This is gratitude. This is us after class. Shout out to Kyle Rice. Too much studying this week. Uh, Gate, we did uh, COPD. For those of you who have gone through those things, you know what we're talking about. So that's where we're, that's where our brain's at right now. But we are going to talk about uh, really how to effectively study and prevent burnout because that is real for a lot of you, uh, whether it's presently, whether it's it was in the past because we know we've all gone through it. But before we get into that, we are going to do our weekly updates. And Sarah, let's hear it. Do, 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 do. Weekly updates. I don't really have any. <laughs> I, I feel kind of uh, kind of lame over here. This week, like Abby said, we, we studied gait. We studied uh, some cardio palm. I took a practice test last week. Not this week. Last week. I passed which I told you guys last week, but I'm going to say it again because I'm very excited about it. And I'm taking another one. I can't decide if I want to do it on Tuesday. I think I'm going to do it on Tuesday. And that's so you with the Pete, like I explained last time you buy it, it's like $100. You get a retired NPTE, which is the one I already took. And then you get a practice one, which is potential future questions for the NPTE from my understanding. So I'm going to take the practice one on Tuesday. And that's my last practice exam until the real deal, which is two weeks after that. Yeah. It's crazy. Your face is like, yeah. 
<laughs> so those are my updates. Gabby, what about, oh, there was a hurricane, but we missed it. It wasn't actually, you know, I'm down in St. Pete. We didn't get hit. I was pleasantly surprised because I was unprepared. We were trying to find sandbags last minute and didn't find any. So we got like weather stripping and duct tape and put towels under the only door. We only have one door. I'm in a small apartment. So there's like one door water could really get in, but it was fine. There was only a little bit of road flooding. Thank goodness. And it worked out. Um, but yeah, that was my week. Gabby, we, what are your weekly updates? So this week for me, I also took a practice exam and the last two weeks were little, little cray cray. <laughs> um, so I still passed. I went down a little bit, but it's okay. And going through that today, but I feel like this week was pretty, pretty chill. Uh, didn't have much going on. And yeah, I'm excited to, I'm excited and a little nervous because countdown is on, but I definitely feel more calm about it and definitely not in a place that I was when I took the exam this time in April, you know, three weeks out, a little less than three weeks away. I was definitely not in this spot. Um, when I was preparing in April to take it, uh, didn't pass. So I'm I'm going on to attempt number two and I know it, like I can just feel it. I'm going to pass. We both will. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And you are in such a different place now. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just want to say that you were freaking the freak out before when you were three weeks away and now we're less than three weeks away. And look at you. You're like, just chill. You're like, it's happening soon. It's all good. I don't know who else is actually feeling that way. Put down below in the comments if you're on team live or team replay. And if you were freaking the freak out three weeks before the NPTE, um, or if you think you might be freaking the freak out three weeks before the NPTE, because that's a lot of people. And I know I, I'm not there yet. I'm not super freaked out. I think if I didn't pass the practice one, uh, I would be freaking out more, but I feel okay. I was you know, I'm still got room for improvement, but I feel okay about it. So it's looking up. Things are looking up, but we want to really get into, you know, your study uh, structure and, you know, we'll talk about burnout, but first we want to go through, we'll be talking about weekly, daily, and hourly, because this has been, you know, what's worked best, at least for us. And we've uh, heard it from from other people too. And Sarah, you want to break down the weekly and what you should be doing to prepare. Yeah. So guys, when you're structuring your setting, this is how it normally goes. There's an exam coming up. Okay. Let's, let's rewind. First day of PT school. Okay. You have your schedule for the entire semester. You know when your tests are going to be, you know, if it's a practical, if it's a written exam, you know, what class it's in. Okay. It might change as you get closer. It might be moved like one week, but that's it, right? You generally know what's going to happen. And then it gets down to a few days before the exam and you're like, oh crap. Now I have all these things coming up. I have a anatomy practical coming up. I have anatomy written exam coming up. I have, um, cardio palm coming up. I have like PT assessments, a practical, and it's all in the same week. And I don't know what to do. Well, you should have thought of that two weeks ago, <laughs> but none of us do. 
right? So this happens throughout all of PT school. It can feel very overwhelming and it can feel like you're burnt out all the time, except maybe the first week of PT school when you're just in this mode of bliss and you're so excited to be in this place where you wanted to be for so long and you finally are here. And then the first week is great. You meet all your classmates, you're meeting your faculty. And then you get to the second week and you're like, oh, things are starting now. Like this is happening. And then it's a little bit late. So let's talk about the plan. So you, you got to split it. This is how I do it. I split it by weekly, daily, and hourly in terms of studying. So I'm going to talk about weekly. Weekly is you're planning your classes and which classes you're going to study on which days. This is nothing specific yet. This is just writing in your planner or in your Google calendar or your bullet journal or your passion planner, whatever the heck you use. I use a, a bullet journal. Um, I actually did use a planner like during PT school too. And so I would write in there, okay, today I'm going to look at anatomy of the low back or whatever. I would just say for the weekly, I would say, I'm going to look at anatomy, right? And then you can get into more details later. And the importance of time management cannot be overstressed. Gabby, how was how was your time management during uh, first semester? How would you describe that? It was a disaster, if I could <laughs> describe it. I had poor habits going from undergrad to grad school first semester, and I would study, oh, <laughs> Lord help me, during that time. I, you know, on top of class, usually eight hours, six to eight hours a day, and then I would study so much. I would not take breaks. So just to put into perspective on the weekends, I would be studying five to six hours and just feel guilty about taking breaks because I know I needed to learn the knowledge and there's, there is so much. So make a long story short, I studied way for way too many hours. It, I didn't retain it as much as I should have. And it's funny funny now because studying for the NPTE, I, I understand this information way more than I did in PT school. And some of you are probably like, what, what do you mean? Yes. And a lot of people can attest to that just because you're not having this volume. I just want to emphasize the volume of information you are getting from so many different classes. And when you have multiple exams in a week and you're trying to cram, really cram all this information and then it does get dumped as much as you would like to think um, it gets dumped because you have to move on to the next thing. And I just feel a lot more relaxed, better study strategies and uh, learning how to learning how to learn number one and learning how to recall and retain during this time. Sarah, can you, do you agree with, you know, just understanding the information better now versus in PT school? Oh, absolutely. Because also you have to think like we did learn this once before. This is not completely new information to us anymore, but in the beginning of PT school, it's all new. So your acquisition, if we're talking about stages of motor learning here, you have to be able to acquire a ton of new information and then retain it for the NPTE, right? So Gabby and I are in this mode of focusing on retention, not acquisition. In the beginning of PT school, you have to have high volume of studying one thing in order to acquire the knowledge and then focus on retention um, 
like as you have more time later and as you are reviewing concepts for comprehensive exams at the end of the semester. So um, that's just something I do want to point out. And I do want to ask one other question. What would happen if you guys locked your phone away for a day? Do you lock it in a box? Yeah. If you locked it in a box, do you think you would have how many extra hours of free time? I'm not saying minutes. I'm saying hours. How many hours would you have extra per day? This is not a rhetorical question. I want to see your answer in the comments below because this is one of the keys to improving your one acquisition of new information and retention of new information because you don't even have to touch study strategies or anything yet simply because you have more time, right? And because you've managed your time, now you can say, wow, I can spend 45 minutes on anatomy of the low back and I can totally get it. And I don't have to spend three hours on it that aren't very focused because I keep having the urge to pick up my phone every 10 seconds, even though I'm not really getting distracted, right? But you are because now you have to take time to refocus into whatever you were doing. It's true. We all know it. Oh, I used to do that all the time. And first semester, I had to stop. I literally locked my phone in my room upstairs when I was studying and I set a timer on the microwave (laughs) because guys, you can't use your phone for timers. Okay. Just use something else for a timer. I should have just had one of those egg timer things for the kitchen. That's what I should have used, but I didn't have one of those. So that's what I did. And my grades improved so much from locking my phone away in my room while I was studying. Yeah. Especially when, and we all, we all do this. I've been catching myself more, but being aware of it and deleting some apps on my phone of even when you have your study break, looking at your phone and, you know, you can have people, if it's an emergency and they know you're studying, just tell them to call you. Or if you have a a smartwatch or Apple watch, Fitbit, whatever, um, you know, you can, you can still get those, uh, notifications or calls, but I'm already for me, like I'm already looking at a screen for so long. And then I just go and I look at my phone and I scroll for like a minute. And then it's like, I'm still, still looking at a screen, but it's, we're trying to give our brains a rest quote unquote, but it's really not. And you would be surprised with how much time you'd be able to have, like Sarah said, and looking at the uh, breakdown. All the phones have the, um, how much time you're on social media or certain apps and really look at that and pay attention to it. I did it last week and it will give me, you know, you increased this much and nine times out of 10, usually the times that I'm not looking at my phone or not doing apps, I'm really focused and I am locked in. So that's just uh, one example. And then daily, So we went over weekly, daily. Uh, This is something, if there is a concept that you need to go over every single day. So before you have your study plan for the day, these two or three things you go through. So for example, for me uh, right now, that is dermatomes and myotomes because I, I make sure I go through one or two, now that it's getting closer, probably two a day. And I'm gonna go through those um, three days on so study them for three days and then not look at them for three days. And then the next three days. Uh, so it's a three, three, three method. 
So you can recall it, retain it, write it on your whiteboard, you know, tell it to a friend uh, who like whatever it is. And that really does help for me right now. That's important on the NPTE. You need to know those things. So make sure you have a daily schedule. It shouldn't take you no more than 15 minutes a day. Um, but this is before you even start quote unquote studying. And Sarah is drawing out on the whiteboard. I just have to do this for those of you who are visual people and yes. like, didn't really understand what Gabby just said. I'm going to put it in this yes. video for you. So she's saying three days on same thing. One, one, one. I'm studying the same thing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just for a little bit to review it. Right. And then not that thing. Then you move to something else Two, 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 And then the next week, let's say this is the next week. Then you can go one, one, one again. And then maybe you do a different topic, three, three, three. three. Mm-hmm. And this is what kind of pattern you would do when you're trying to acquire new information. And then when you're looking at more of the retention, then you're going to do, I'm not going to write out every day again. Then you're going to do more random, right? We all know the stages of motor learning. If you don't know them yet, you will learn them in neuro. <laughs> uh, more random, right? So it's going to be one, three, two. You're studying the, you, these numbers represent different topics. So one, three, two, two, one, three, five. I don't know. Have remain yeah. topics. You, you usually never have more than five classes at a time in PT school. So um, the random, the randomization would be after you have done that blocked practice, like Abby described, and now you're working more on retention. So um, that's just something to share with you guys, because it can be really easy to get burnt out in PT school while you're studying, because one, you're studying all the time and you're not actually doing focused studying all the time. So you're wasting a lot of time and you don't even realize that you feel like you're productive, right? I do. I did that. And two, um, because when you're actually planning out what you're going to study for that day, you're not being specific with things. Gabby gave a good example of myotones and dermatomes. Okay. So she would put Gabby, what would you put for each day? Would you put specific myotomes and dermatomes? Yeah. For example, the other day I did L4 and L5 Mm -hmm. and went through dermatome. Well, what's included muscles actions, innervations, and then any pathologies, you know, associated with L4. So think of spinal cord injury, think of, uh, prosthetic or orthotic devices that you would use for someone with an L4 and L5 spinal cord injury. So really connecting concepts together, but I'm not going through all the dermat, you know, lower extremity dermatomes and myotomes and going through L1 all the way to, you know, S the sacral segments in one day, I'm breaking it up in chunks because it's not overwhelming and it's digestible. You can learn it and then go through those stages of motor learning. Mm -hmm. And burnout happens when you feel overwhelmed, right? So the point of structuring your studying is to prevent overwhelm. AKA burnout. And I just want to say thanks for hopping on Curtis. Thank you. Thank you. And also will Boyd, thanks for hopping on. Um, and Last but not least, let's talk about your hourly study schedule. So we talked about weekly, right? We talked about putting your phone away, finding the extra time, having specific focus time 
And we talked about daily, looking at specific things for each class. So when you plan your weekly, you're saying, okay, I'm going to study anatomy Monday, cardio palm Tuesday, um, PT assessments Wednesday, but you haven't yet said what you're going to study within those classes. That's when you do the daily and the hourly is okay. So now I know what I'm going to study specifically. How much time am I going to do it? And everyone knows the Pomodoro method, right? But really studying for 30 to 50 minutes on and then 10 or 20 off or whatever sweet spot may be for you, mine's 45 on-ish and 15 off-ish, is crucial. Your brain cannot keep absorbing information for five hours. Who has actually studied for five hours and retained all, all the things that you learned in five hours. Like we've been in cadaver lab for, you know, five to seven hours a day, right? How much of that do, are you retaining? It's a lot of time. <laughs> a lot of time. The only, really the only five hour exam that you should be worried about and focused on where you're trying to recall, pull information is the NPTE because that is five hours. And to be honest, that is, you know, a long time. And when you take your practice exams, it's hard because if you're not studying for, you know, just not five hours, all not five hours consecutively, but splitting up the blocks, um, it does help. But the NPTE is different because you do have to sit in one spot for quite a while. But you can have breaks in between yes, the section. So really it's set up in hour blocks, right? Mm -hmm. You have an hour to finish section one, an hour to finish section, section two, break time, 15 minutes. And same thing after that. So um, it is kind of set up to have breaks as well. Yeah. So Gabby, when you feel like you're not studying anymore, like maybe right now for boards, when it's getting so close, what helps you keep studying? For me, what I have found that helps me and keeps me motivated. So one thing, for example, um, with my new employer, I was texting him and I'm like, hey, I need study motivation. And, you know, I want to talk to him because that gets me really, really uh, fired up and motivated because that's going to be my, you know, my future and treating uh, my clients. And that's what really gets me on track. Uh, also, listening to uh, music, um, up, rap, upbeating music. Uh, and then, honestly, I will just put on a podcast. Uh, and usually if you're really trying to find something, uh, it will speak to you in one way or the other. And, and that's what I, that's what I do to keep motivated. I will say my motivation level was not great the last two weeks, but that will change as we get closer. And that those are some of the things I'm going to do. Exactly. You got to keep your future patients in mind, right? And it's not just about your patients. Like your motivation can have selfish reasons, quote unquote, selfish reasons. Uh, maybe it's not really selfish, but it's about your future life. This is not about just, oh, I have to pass this class or else I'm going to have a lower GPA. No, 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 no. That, that's not what this is about. This is about, I have to pass this class in order to better take care of my future patients, in order to have a better life for myself and my family. And that's what it's about. And that's it. That's what we want to go over today with all of you. If you have any questions, let us know. And one thing I'm going to put it in this group. Uh, and if you are interested, 
uh, and you should be, because if you are not subscribed to the podcast, iTunes and Apple changed a few things. So make sure you are still subscribed and you get the new episodes each week. And I'll put a video on how to do that. If for some reason your phone reset and it's not subscribed to gratitude. So look out for that because we want to make sure that you still get the episodes and uh, we have some really exciting guests about to come on. Uh, really, really cool things to come. Cool things for you guys. I mean, I'm really excited for this and it's not even for Gabby and I, this is for all of you. Mm -hmm. Like what we're about to release is going to be insane. And I don't know if you've been watching our IG stories, but if you haven't, you should, because we're getting some sneak peeks in there. That's all I'm going to say. And with that, we will see you guys next week. Bye everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude. We would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode and share it out on all of the social media platforms and tag us so we can see it. And if you like our show, the best thing you could do is to take a minute to write a review to help us get this out to more students like you to shift the narrative away from stressed and broke SPT. 